Hey y'all, welcome to this Joyful Life Podcast. My name is Rachel Witt. I'm so glad that you are here. We are going through my very first devotional called Finding Peace Here, and you may have the book and you might be following along day by day. Thank you for that. I appreciate your support. You might have just grabbed the book and you're waiting on it. That is totally fine. And you may be here tuning in for free, and I am glad that you are catching the podcast. We are going day by day together. Today is day eight. And we're talking about how God can share peace. Here's the deal. He's giving you his peace because you're going along with the devotional. You're doing the whole experience, everything I'm asking you to do. And God, no doubt, has been giving you his peace. Well, the peace that you are experiencing because you are feeling the peace from the Holy Spirit, that fruit of the Spirit being peace, and you feel that you're sharing it with other people, maybe you don't even realize it. So I'm gonna share a story with you guys today about this experience in my own life, God providing peace for me, and that just spilling over into others. And I'm excited to share a special story with you. Thank you for being here. Let's get started. Hey y'all, welcome back to the podcast. I'm glad you're here after Thanksgiving. Brand new week. It's Monday. We're ready to tackle it. And y'all, four weeks until Christmas. We were dropping our children off at school this morning and my three-year-old said, mom, how, how many more days until Christmas? And I thought, oh my goodness, four more weeks. That's exciting. Usually I start my shopping in the summer it brings me so much joy. I love Christmas shopping, but for lots of reasons, I wasn't able to do that. And so I, I am telling you guys, I am admitting to everyone on this podcast that I have bought one gift. It is a gift that I got for my daughter and for me that will go in our stockings and that's it. And I have a lot of work to do. So let's just like Christmas mode activate. Here we go. It's cyber Monday. Maybe I can get some good deals. That would be great. Um, but I'm excited you guys are here. I hope and pray that you had a lovely Thanksgiving with your family and that you ate those Thanksgiving foods you were looking forward to. There are certain things that my mom and Josh's mom make around Thanksgiving and around Christmas. And then I spend the rest of the entire year looking forward to Thanksgiving and Christmas. So uh, there were definitely some things that I was like, oh, yay, it's, it's the holiday and we get to have it. So um, yes, it was wonderful. I hope yours was too. Now today on the podcast, we're talking about how God can use the peace that he is giving you and it can spill over and impact somebody else. So this entire series is me giving you more of an explanation. Maybe some days are more like the glaze on the donut. You know, this is in the book. You're getting the full thing. But on the podcast, I'm just giving you a little bit. And some days it's a behind the scenes look. Well, today it's just story time. So I don't know what else to tell you. I'm going to share a story with you about when this happened in my life. And it was such a learning moment for me that I have been on the lookout ever since. So if you guys go to, I'm sorry, I keep saying it's day eight. It is day nine. Like, have I recorded this entire podcast and said day eight? We can laugh about it, y'all. We can laugh about it. It's day nine. So sharing his piece, we are on page 39. And I'm going to share a really important story. So, um, crossed eyes runs in my family. My dad has had several surgeries over his lifetime, including when he was a baby. 
to correct crossed eyes and it's when they go behind the eye and the doctor tightens the muscles so that they're no longer crossed. Well, my dad and several of his siblings have had this, so it obviously runs in my family. When my babies have been born, I always check their eyes. It's like the first thing when they open their eyes, I'm like, okay, are they crossed? And none of my five children have been born with crossed eyes. When my daughter, Grace, when she was in kindergarten, it was actually the summer before kindergarten, so it was just maybe at the tail end of preschool, her eyes began to cross. And I would notice at dinner time, so it's the end of the day, her eyes have been working all day long and they would be tired and I would notice them starting to cross at dinner. And then, then they dramatically crossed. And we were at the pool and there was an optometrist and her kids that were swimming, God provides, hallelujah. And I mentioned it to her. I said, you know, my daughter's eyes like spontaneously crossed. I know that it runs in my family. And she got very worried and her face literally fell. And in this summer sun, her face lost all color. And that puts panic in me, right? Like, oh no. And she said, well, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you mother to mother and as an optometrist that this can be very serious. So I need to see her. If you, if you don't have an optometrist, I would like to see her right away. Call my office, tell them who you are. I'll tell them and we'll book it. Well, literally y'all so fast. She got Grace in and she was looking for a tumor behind the eye. She did not see one, but she said, you know, let's go ahead. We'll do an MRI since this was spontaneous. Let's do that. We're going to do a blood draw. So she was very proactive. And then um, we're going to patch. So Grace, when she got home from school, would wear a patch from the time she walked in the door until when she went to bed. Well, then the other eye crossed. So thank God she did not have any tumors behind her eyes, but we had a problem that was bigger than patching. So she referred us to an eye doctor who is also a surgeon and he is like famous in our town. He's amazing. And when you meet him, his bedside manner with children is just like he makes eye appointments feel as exciting as Disney World. I am not exaggerating. If you all know him, you know exactly who I'm talking about. I haven't asked his permission to share his name on the podcast, so I'm not going to do that, but he is amazing. And the minute we met him and Grace had fun at her eye doctor's appointments, y'all, I'm not joking. She looked forward to them. Um, and he has, um, I guess maybe his tech, I'm not sure what her official title is, but she is also equally as fantastic. So everybody who works there is great. And Grace looked forward to her appointments. We eventually decided that surgery was going to be the best option to correct her crossed eyes. They were, they, over time, just the muscles were continuing to just loosen. And so it was time we made the decision. So over the summer when she was six, she had surgery to correct her crossed eyes. We got there, one of my brothers came, um, all four of her grandparents were there, her older brother, her baby brother, they were there. Uh, we all were praying over her um, as she was awaiting her surgery. And then everybody left except for me and Josh, and of course Grace was there. So it's just the three of us. And they let me dress and go back to the OR, which I was like, wow, this is so cool. But they said, you need to give her a kiss before she has her surgery. So I went back to the OR fully dressed. I got to give her a smooch and then I left 
and they did the surgery. Y'all, a friend of mine was in on the surgery. Another friend of mine is a nurse anesthetist and she is usually in on the surgeries, but wasn't there that day. And she was like giving me a play by play of what would happen and what to expect. And she was just like, I'll reach out to all these people and I'll make sure that she's in the best hands. Y'all, God's favor was all throughout this process. And his favor provided me peace. As her mother, it was terrifying. It was so scary to know that like there are some risks involved or could be with correcting her crossed eyes. And we were not sure of the outcome. Would it work? Or um, would she have depth perception? Would she have peripheral vision? There were a lot of unknowns, but Josh and I had peace. We said, we're giving this to the experts and to the Lord, the ultimate expert, and she's in the best hands. So in her recovery room, which is this teeny tiny room, uh, Josh and I had worship music playing softly. We were talking quietly. Uh, we were filled with the Lord's peace. And so when her doctor came in to tell us everything went great and, you know, perfectly, and he was so pleased and he thought we would be pleased with her eyes, um, he said, I got to tell you that I have never felt overwhelming peace in a recovery room like I have yours. And he said, I just want to tell you that. And we said, well, we're believers and we know that peace comes from Jesus. And so we're glad you know it. And then he shared his testimony with us. He is also a believer. And so this peace made sense. And in that moment, I thought, okay, God, I'm going to be on the lookout for the rest of my life for these moments when I am asking you, okay, this is a terrifying situation with my child and I just wanted everything to be great and I had to surrender that and ask God for his peace and he gave it to me, but he didn't just give it to me and Josh. He gave it to her doctor. He gave it to the staff. I mean, everyone loved coming in our room because we were just filled with peace. And was her recovery a cakewalk? No, uh, but God showed up time and time again, and we were on the lookout for it. So you have been going through, you're on day nine. I'm going to say it right now. <laughs> no more. I'm not saying it's day eight. It's day nine, and you're on day nine, and you have been walking with the Lord for nine days, and you have been seeking his peace, peace that only comes from him. And I want you to be on the lookout, just like Grace's doctor and the staff could feel that peace from Jesus through us in her recovery room. The same goes for you. It can be when you're getting coffee at work and a friend says, wow, I just noticed this change in you. I want to be around you because I feel peaceful. Hello, that's the Lord, right? It might be when you're going through something extremely stressful and you're choosing the Lord's peace and other people in your family notice, wow, I, I, you're handling this so well. Where is this coming from? Okay, it's the Lord. It's his peace. So I want you to call it out, be on the lookout for it, and then say, that's what it is. It's God. It's his peace. And it's coming from him. I'm asking him for it and he's providing it for me. Be on the lookout because God's going to show up. And he's going to show up and use you to provide peace for other people in your life. He will do it. So be on the lookout for it. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for my friends who are listening or who are watching. God, use them in miraculous ways. 
Use them as your vessel to provide peace coming from you to the people in their life. We pray boldly because we know you'll do it, Lord. Help us to notice when it happens and to speak glory and praise to you, knowing that it came from you. In your name we pray. Amen. All right, y'all. Thank you for being here for day nine of Finding Peace here. I'm so thankful that you guys are on this journey with me. And I can't wait for day 10. It's going to be a special moment together. Y'all have a wonderful day and I'll see you soon.